what's going on? We back. Talk yo talk. Live in effect, man. Justin Henry, Marcus Graves, you know the names. And man, we uh we got a jam-packed show today. We're gonna do a little bit mock drafting, something we haven't done on this show yet. Marcus, is it mock draft season for you yet or what? Not yet, man. I got a couple weeks left. Uh <laughs> couple weeks left to, to figure it out so this, this would be a good practice run for me yes sir well before we get into that you know obviously we're gonna be drafting on sleeper just doing a couple quick mock drafts nothing serious but before we get into that quick news came out lebron james two-year deal extension Dang. 97 million paid up man what yeah. are your thoughts on lebron getting the bag man big bag and you know i think i don't know man it's interesting because you know they said he wants to play with Bronny. I don't know what that means for L.A. I don't know if that means for Bronny, but it seems that if he's signing that deal, that he's got faith that somehow Bronny will get to the Lakers at some point. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see two, what happens. Two years. That sounds like LeBron, That sounds like Bronny's senior year. That sounds like one yeah. year in college, and then the draft is open season. I kind of like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I agree for sure. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I'm, I'm excited for him, though. Yeah, me too. Um other news and note, obviously, we talked we've talked way too much about KD. It's either go time or not, man. There's a lot of stuff coming out about him retiring and all this other stuff, man. I just want it all to play out. KD shot back, but he, he said, nope, I'm not retiring. Do you just want this saga to end, bro? Because I'm kind of done. Honestly, I'm kind of done with this old KD Kyrie thing, man. Or man, like. I think a lot of a lot of people in the NBA are over it. Like, we just want to see what's going to happen. If he's going to stay, if he's going to stay. If not, then let's move on, man. Yes, indeed. Well, today we're going to do a quick mock draft. A little different episode today. I'm going to pull up the screen. And so we have a little bit of connection difficulties. If we go out, just know that, hey, something happened within this. We'll get it dialed in. Maybe we'll run it back next week. But we're going to try yeah. to get through this whole thing, man. Marcus and I in the draft. Marcus, what team are you picking, man? I picked slot number six. So let's see, man. I'm gonna do. Uh, let me get my mock draft all set up here. I think I'm gonna do five. Okay, so five. you try to draft right around yeah. me, huh? Yeah, I think you know, middle of the pack. Uh, you know, lets me lets me have my, my my choice and what I want. So I think I'm gonna go five. Let's see here. How's I'm gonna pick five. I'm in spot oh, six. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there we go. All right. So we're going to run it against computer. This is a super flex league um, where you start two quarterbacks. You start multiple flex, two flex options, and it's 12 teams. So PPR league, catches are valuable. Let's get this thing started. You ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's run it. All right. And so instantly we see a bunch of running mm. backs going off the board. Marcus, what are your thoughts here as you're about to make this pick? Oh, man. I was looking at Eckler, man. I was hoping Eckler fall to me. Uh, I don't know, man. It's tough. Do I go receiver? I know the running backs are slim. Um, and I, I like I like we talked about last week, man, I think, I think Minnesota's going to have a big year. I'm going Dalvin Cook at number five. Yes, sir. My guy, Mr. Sam Scamper, said, hey, guys, ready for a snipe fest? Uh-oh. So anticipating <laughs> some snipes being taken, but in a super flex league, the quarterback's super valuable. Yeah. I tend what I tend to do during the draft is look at how it's going. And right now, 
no real threat that the quarterbacks are going to go. Normally I go Josh Allen here, but I think I'm going to start the wide receiver run. I'm grabbing Cooper Cup, who I actually like more than Justin Jefferson. I think I can get a pretty good quarterback on the way back, on the way back. So I'm actually going to go with Cooper Cup. Yeah. And we see no QBs, even in the super flex league with this mock draft. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So I'm actually going to play this a little bit different. Even though we have it set up as a, a super flex league, let's just draft it like it's a normal draft and not super flex because it seems like that's how the computer is drafting. So even though it's set up as one of our positions here, super flex, we're going to draft this like it's not a super flex league because the computer is obviously drafting like it's not. This is not how your typical super flex league would go. Um, the player I'm going to pick here, yep, normally, yep. you know, this guy has been, for me, is an elite talent. We've seen him fall in recent years because of injuries. Give me Saquon Barkley. I'm expecting a major bounce back for Saquon like Barkley here. I like it. Snipe session like Mr. Yeah, Scamper said. I like that, man. I was, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I was eyeing him, man, so got me on that one. Um, let's right. see here. But you went Dalvin early. Who are you going ah, here? See, I went, I went, I went Dalvin early. Um, super flex. Oh, man, let's see. Do I go back to back running back? I don't know how Aaron Jones is gonna look. You know, with the new the new Packers offense. Obviously, a lot of people are talking about AJ Dillon having a having a uh, you know shared backfield. Um, you know, I'm kind of gonna I'm gonna go against the grain a little bit. We a guy that we talked about uh, you know a couple weeks ago. You know, and I, I was not an, I wasn't those I wasn't against him, but I was almost against him. I'm gonna take Zeke here, Ooh. second round. I'm gonna take Zeke. Cowboys are investing in him. I think he's going to get the majority of the carries. I like it. That's heavy, man. I think he could have got Zeke on the way back. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, I ain't mad at it because, you know, I, I, yeah. he's he's one of those guys where, you know, he has an impact and he's been a top 10 guy for damn near his whole career. So, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. And we see the run, still only one QB taken. So, yeah, we got we to gotta draft accordingly. Make sure you're paying attention to your draft. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, we're running back, back to back, uh, heavy receiver, heavy receiver league. So I'm gonna take one more round away from the receiver, and I'm gonna take my MVP pick, Justin Herbert, Ooh, third round. Herbert, lock it in off the board, off the board with Justin Herbert, and I like it. Typically, what I would do, Superflex, if I was going Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Pat Mahomes is sitting there looking at me in the face, I probably would just take uh, Pat Mahomes, but. I'm looking at some other players, and I know I have some quarterbacks later on that I can go to and secure the bag with. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe what I would typically do right here is probably take Keenan Allen or T. Higgins. Like, that would be my yeah. go-to move. But Pat Mahomes' value right now, and I know that there's going to be a run on QB, just don't know with this AI how it's working. I'm going to play it safe. Because I don't know the draft room very well, I'm going to take the best quarterback off the board, Pat Mahomes, baby. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, normally I'd have went like Keenan Allen, T. Higgins there, and really loaded up receiver, yeah. but I don't mind getting Pat Mahomes this late. All right, so it's, it's back to me, and I made the wrong decision because no Keenan. quarterbacks went. Yeah, but <laughs> no quarterbacks <laughs> went, man. I feel like I was like, I feel good about that, yeah. but now I feel like shit about that, man. Uh, yeah. so. So when I'm looking here, I'm going to go with the receiver here for sure, especially since it's PPR. And a lot of people are fading DK Metcalf, but I think he's the right decision here. He's like the one to like damn near the 15th wide receiver available right now and off the board. So give me DK Metcalf. Yeah. Big fade on DK, man. I'm not, I, I don't see it, man. Gino or Drew Locke. 
I don't trust it. I, I trust DK. Trust I trust his ability to get yeah, go get a bad ball, it. baby. Yeah. So uh, let's see, man. I went two. I went two receiver. I mean, I went two running backs. I went quarterback. Got a lot. And a receiver here. I could go tight end. I like Darren Waller, but uh, I think there's some other tight ends that has got some good value later in the, yep. in the draft. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go a uh, guy who everybody thinks gonna have a big year. Uh, new quarterback in town. Let's ride. I'm going to go Jerry Judy. Ooh, the yeah. Judy train right before Cortland Sutton, too. Yeah. One of those guys is going to have a great year. I think they both yeah. have the ability to. Yeah. Just so, like I want to see, man. I was hoping he was hoping he was here on the back end. I'm going to go Mike Williams backwards, pair him up with Justin Herbert. Herbert and Williams stack. I ain't mad at that, bro. We saw a couple little runner receivers, yeah. some quarterbacks are going. Uh, when I look at the best available players, this guy has been climbing up draft boards uh, and for good reason. So I'm actually, no, I, I'm actually going to go a little bit further down. I'm not going to take this guy yet. I'm going to go with uh, a different receiver. So my thought process right now is I'm either going to take Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, or Michael Thomas. I'm hoping that Allen Robinson makes it back to me. I doubt it. But I'm going to go with Chris Godwin, who, when he plays as a top 15 receiver, let's get him. Yeah. Godwin, is he, is he going to be ready for week one? Do we know that? Or... The expectation is that he's going to be ready, perhaps a little limited. But when Godwin plays, Brady relies on him. So when I'm looking at – when I looked at my drafts, I'm looking at, yeah. all right, who do I want playing with me in those last weeks of the season? Like, who do I want in my fantasy championships? And yeah. Chris Godwin checks all the, all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, some of the best available players right now are TJ Hawkinson, AJ Dillon, uh, Adam Thielen's up there. But I got my eye on a guy who can really help out a team right now, uh, Rashad Bateman. He's. I feel like he's going to have one of those dog years. Give me Rashad Bateman in this round. Yeah. I like I've that. been getting like him. That. Is there anybody you, you've been doing any mock drafts oh, or like man. looking at that you've been getting a lot of in every single draft? Man, you know what? It's crazy because he's here right now. I've been getting a lot of Darnell Mooney. Really? And I don't know. I don't know, like, <laughs> if it's something telling me he's gonna have a big year. And like, I haven't, I haven't been taking him. But like, maybe it's maybe it's just something telling me. Maybe the world is telling me that just feels that's gonna be his security blanket. Um, I'm, I'm gonna take him right now. You know what? Some it's this. It's been like three mock drafts I've had. Uh, I'm going to go Darnell Mooney. Maybe that's the world telling you you're about to lose your fantasy league because I'm out on Darnell Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, yeah, think about it. Like, Darnell Mooney, man, like, who else is he going to throw to in Chicago? Like, who else is he going to – he got to throw to somebody. Yeah, I just – He's going to throw for 3,500 yards. He's going to have more touchdowns. They got they got a new, you know, coaching system in there. He's got to throw to somebody, and I think Darnell Mooney is his best option. I ain't mad at it, but I'm not taking him. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> All right, man. Let's see here. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, I got quarterback, I got three receivers. I need a tight end. I kind of like Dallas Goddard, but I'm not sure how it's going to work out. I think Jalen Hurts has a lot of uh, run games. Got a lot more receivers there. Let's see what I got. Twenty seconds. Um, you know what, man? I'm gonna take a chance on somebody. I think he could actually. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm going to take this. I know he's suspended. Uh, I think it'll be good for the back half of the season. I'm going to take DeAndre D-Hop, Hop, you stole my pick. The snipe fest has started. I was going D-Hop for sure there. Yeah. 
Man, I thought he was gonna yeah. make it back. All right, so now I got to six look at games. Some six options. games might scare a couple people, but yeah, I think I think you know, be there still. when he plays though, man, the thing about D Hop is when he plays, he's the top ten receiver, and I think that's yeah. it's easy to forget about that in the grand scheme of things. Um, looking at these next few picks, I could go reach down here and start grabbing one of my sleepers, but I'm gonna lock in value at the quarterback position. I know the computer's not playing super flex, but I am, so I'm getting Tom Brady here, baby. <laughs> I like it. I like it, man. I was thinking about uh, I was thinking about your uh, your quarterback Trey Lance, but I, I see that he's gonna be there probably when I get back. So yeah, I was gonna go with a different pick, but you know I get Trey Lance in every single league I'm in, so I had to switch it up a little bit in this one. All right, back on the board here. I haven't addressed yeah. that second running back. I got a ton of receivers. And when I look at the best receivers available, there are, a lot of them are number twos. There's one that I – there's two that I really have my eye on. Um, and one of them I feel like I can get next round. So I'm going to try to go for running back right now uh, and secure the bag. So I'm going to go with the guy that I've been snatching in pretty much every single draft I'm in. I love his draft position right now. It's Chase Edmonds. I like it. I like Chase Edmonds, man. Um, I, the only You're thing I looking like heavy right now, Miami. bro. I like the setup. Big running back room in Miami, so yeah, I know, man. So we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see what happens. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go quarterback as well. I'm gonna take a chance. Uh, I know I could probably get him on the next go around, but just in case, man, I'm gonna go Trey Lance. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You now he had a really good preseason game. You buying? Yeah. You're like, nah, I'm buying the hype now on him. Or are you still you kind of doubting him a little bit? I'm not doubting him, but I'm I still need I need to see more, man. I gotta see more still. So I'm not hating on him, but I'd like to see a little more from him. Um, right. And you know, this has been a sleep. This has been a sleeper for me. I know a lot. Of, a lot of guys may be concerned about you know the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh, um, but I like Pat Fryermuth, man. I'm gonna take him uh, my tight end. Uh, I think I think he's easy going into his second year. He's gonna have a big year. Now I thought you were gonna say somebody else who has been sky reached reached upon by a lot of people and is climbing up draft boards very quickly. We'll probably see his name in this draft at some point, but that's who I thought you were going with. George Pickens. Oh, no, no. What do you think about him, Ooh. man? I, I I like him, man. I like George Pickens. Uh, I think that in terms of fantasy, it might it might be a back back end of the season type deal where he, he grows as the season goes. Um, but I think I, I think it could be a nice little sleeper pick for for later in the season. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. And uh, you know, he he kind of reminds. I think he's going a little too high right now. I think people are just really excited about him. But to me, it feels like you know he has potential to be a week, like probably three or four weeks out of the year, he's going to have a really big week, and then there's going to be some weeks where he just lays a dud. So, you know. Yeah, I agree. That's always tough. All right, so we're up here. Guys like Sky Moore, Russell Gage, Michael Carter on here. I'm looking a little bit further down, trying to find some value. I think there's a name. And speaking of, it might be just time to go get him right now. I'm going to grab him. The homie George Pickens is coming off of the off the draft board. Since we <laughs> talked about it, it's got to happen, yeah. baby. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I'm not going to say I will gonna snipe him from you so I'm gonna... <laughs> hey <laughs> um, it's good let's see man i got a lot of, yeah i got a lot of 
looking for some bench depth. Um, you know, just as as a safety precaution, I went Dalvin Cook. Can be injury prone, so I'm a, I'm a I'm a lock it in with uh with Madison to back him up just for you know a little safety net for me. Little safety net. Now I've always kind of been on the side of like if you draft a backup, you're like shooting yourself in the foot because you don't have value unless you don't have value with Madison unless Dalvin Cook gets hurt. Do you typically like going with the backup running back and and kind of stacking them, or are you fading? Or do you you know what I mean? Are you just getting him because the talent and you know what he can be? Or are you like ah, I don't I just like to have my backup uh, with the starter. Oh uh, no, it's not necessarily that I'm. Uh, it just depends on the running back for me. Like I, I know Dalvin Cook has been injury prone in the past. Um, and I think it's just I think it's just a good option, man. I think it just depends on your running back. I think you, you if you got a guy like you know Austin Eckler or uh, guys like that, and you're more durable. Uh, you don't necessarily need to do that, but I think right. Dalvin Cook's been a little a little. Fair enough. Wrong, fair so. enough. And, and right. I threw in a little sneaky Christian Watson in there. I see yeah. that you. So you think he, you think he, he catches on. catches on, huh? <laughs> I think he does. I think like I think more like a George Pickens situation back into the season gained a little more trust. So uh, yeah, I like it. I ain't mad at that. I just had to have some George Pickens shared, bro. I don't. I haven't drafted yeah. him in any draft at all. So. Yeah. It was good to get him. All right, I'm going to go with yeah. my sleeper tight end right now. He's falling far enough. I don't want him to get taken. David Njoku, whether it's Deshaun Watson or it's uh, Jacoby Brissett starting, I still like him the same. They paid him. He's going to get utilized, and I feel like, uh, you know, here in the 12th round, after everybody already has a tight end, and some even have two, uh, it's a good time to get one. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it for sure. Uh, this is a guy, man, a lot of guys are sleeping on. A lot of guys think he's lost a step. Uh-oh. Uh and for me personally, I think it was his quarterback situation last year. So I we've talked about it before, but I'm going Julio Jones. Julio. I think the last time we saw him with a with a competent quarterback, we he was still Julio Jones. So I, I like fuck it. With Julio. Yeah. I, I, he could have a lot of TDs this year, man. The way they've been using him in the red zone to me in the practices, it just he's gonna be on third string corners, he's gonna be on linebackers yeah. and safeties. Like I think he's about to have a hell of a year. I think he might feel that Gronk roll in the red zone for Tom Brady, you know, somebody that he'll look to can trust. So Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, let's see. Uh, looking for some depth here. I like no fan, not don't necessarily like his quarterback situation. Um, you know who I, I've been kind of liking a little bit. It's been growing on me. Um, I'm a little DJ Chark. I think I think DJ Chark might DJ have a big Chark. year. Jared, Jared Goff, uh, you know, it's – very capable quarterback, and now they got a couple weapons over there. I like DJ Chark. Yeah, they, they you know, DJ Chark, it's easy to forget. You know, you get hurt and people forget about you a lot. And I, I'm with you there. I like DJ Chark, uh, especially on that team. Yeah. So I'm going to grab a backup quarterback because you never know, super flex things happen, and you don't want to be without another quarterback. And I just got to have this guy on every single team I have. Jameis Winston, baby. Famous Jameis. That's, that's my yeah. guy. So I get him damn near every team I'm on. Yeah, no, I like Jameis. You know how I feel about them Saints, man. I think they Yeah, them Saints. All right, last pick of the draft. Trying to decide who I'm going to take right now. There's a lot of, like, sleepers out here. Romeo Dubs. Uh, you know, Alec Pierce has been a, a big one. I'm taking a look further. This is, this is reach season for me. I'm going to reach on somebody. I don't even know who it is yet. But I'm going to reach. There's not a whole lot of players that I like up here. I'm looking <laughs> at them right now. I'm probably going to go with another running back. And 
I'm going to go with Isaiah Pacheco. Wow. You know, last round, wow. Isaiah Pacheco, we've seen he's had a little bit of a roll with the Chiefs. I think getting him down here, I'm not mad at the value. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like it, man. Um, let's see. Last pick. Ah. You know what? I'm going to go for a little bit of a reach as well. A guy that, you know, I'm going to ride the L.A. train. Third stringer in, in L.A., man, I'm going to go Josh Palmer. A lot of guys have been talking about him. Uh, a lot having a great training camp so far and learning from Keenan Allen. Um, I think he'll have an opportunity to play outside because Keenan plays a lot of slots. So we'll see. We'll see. Man, I like Josh Palmer last pick. Not mad at that. All right. Well, let's see how the team stack up. I'll rate your team. You rate my team. Marcus, start off, man. Tell me, how'd I do? So I got Cooper Cup, uh, Barkley, Mahomes. Yeah. Man, you know what? I like I like the first I like the first couple picks. I'm I'm a little my concern is Saquon Barkley. Never know how he'll turn out. Um but overall, man, you got a solid squad. Got a lot of depth. Uh I like the Mahomes Brady combo. It's a lot of, that's gonna be a lot of touchdowns. Goat shit future. only. Um, yeah, no, for sure. And then, uh, you know, like you said, I think some sleepers that you got, man, I really like David and Joker. I really like George Pickens. Um, I think you got a solid squad, man. I like it. You know, that's what I do, bro. That's what I, yeah. that's what I do, man. Now look yeah. at your squad. I'm like, all right, you got some of the old faithfuls when it comes to running backs with Dalvin and Zeke. And both of those guys mm-hmm. could easily be top 10. I like the setup there with the running backs. Obviously the Herbert Lance stack is the young gunners ready to yeah. rock. The young gunslingers, we saw uh, Herbert threw one today, a bomb, a 60-yard bomb today. Man. I don't know if you saw that one. Flat-footed, too. Flat-footed, bro. Yeah. And then the receivers, I mean, you just went all in on receiver depth, and you got some studs in there mixed with some high upside guys. I like the setup. Tight end, Pat Fryermuth. Hey, I, I feel like maybe a better tight end right there would have been better, but, shit, the rest yeah. of your team is full of upside, man. I like your draft. Yeah, I think I think I kind of reached for Fryermuth, but – We'll see, man. Hopefully, have a big year for me. <laughs> yeah, he will. And I mean, it's a mock. That's the the beauty about a mock yeah. is that we can go through and, you know, maybe we'll do a couple more mocks before the season starts up. But this is what you do in fantasy. You find out where guys are going, and sometimes you got to reach. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're in the fifth the fifth spot. Sometimes you're in eleventh. So the more mocks, the better, man. If you're in the comments, let us know how we did. Um. Anything else, Marcus? Anything parting before? Obviously, you know this is a quicker episode. We'll get it. We'll get it all dialed in for everything else next week. But were there any parting thoughts on this draft and just kind of your strategy going in? Oh man, uh, you know my strategy was just to go. I think in the past I've kind of been stuck with some lower end running backs, um, and I think this year, this year, man, I think obviously I know it's a big receiver. There's a lot of receivers out there. There's a lot of depth. Um, so I think getting a, you know, a bell cow running back is huge. Um, I know a lot of guys are doing the, the no RB draft, you know, the first, you know, like I've, you hear all that. Um, yeah. but I, I think the running backs win, man. I think the running backs win you lead. They got to have a bell cow back there. So I, I think running backs are huge. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too mad at that. I, I just typically go with like, if there's somebody available and I like them, that's where I'm going. That's kind of my thought process to it. Like I've had drafts where I go like receiver heavy. I've had back, I've had drafts where I go back heavy, you know? And so it it really all just depends on how the draft's going. And that's why doing mock drafts are so important. So if you're not mock drafting, definitely start. Now's the time, especially with fantasy drafts coming up here in the next two weeks. So you got a draft coming up, Marcus? Yeah, when's your when's your league starting up? When's your draft coming up? 
Uh, I got two two drafts on the twenty seventh, so not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, so those those be two big drafts for me, and see how see how it turns out. Who you target? So these guys, obviously, they may or may not be watching. What do you know? What yeah. pick you have, or and if so, who are you targeting? Uh, so one of my drafts, I got the fifth pick. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that somebody reaches for a receiver, and the guy like Austin Eckler falls to me. Um, okay. That that that's a that's one of my big targets, and then you know what? Another target I, I like, man. I, I think I think Debo Samuel is gonna have another big year. Um, I think you know maybe the obviously the quarterback situation changes. I think it changes for in his favor though. I think Trey Lance can do more than Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they can run more things, a little more you know disguised offense that can get Debo in space. Uh, I think Debo Samuel is gonna have another big year. So I'm, I'm targeting those two guys for sure. Yeah, some underrated. I think Debo's being faded a little bit too hard, all the offseason yeah. stuff with him, him talking about not wanting to be a running back. It, like, made everybody change their value on him when he was the top three wide receiver in fantasy last year. So, yeah, I ain't too mad at that. I think in my drafts, I'm looking to get Cooper Cup. I feel like he's going to exactly do a lot of what he did last year. But the one player I am leaving drafts, like, almost every draft with is who I mentioned, Jameis Wilson, uh, Jameis Winston, especially in, like, deeper leagues or if you have super flex he's a guy you can get that a lot of people aren't reaching on you can get him super late in your draft and i think he has really big upside we've seen Jameis play well i, I could see a 4500 4000 yard season with like 30 touchdowns that wouldn't shock me at all yeah no i agree with you i agree with you I, you know how i feel about Jameis, man i'm a, i'm on the saints train this year uh yeah. i think i think james has has a dark horse obviously for me i have him as comeback player of the year i think he got dark horse mvp run Obviously, the Saints got to do really well, but we'll see. I, I like Jameis this year. I bet. We, is it time to talk about it? Let's talk about it, man. It's, it's a little bit different this year. I mean, this week, um, we're going to do, we're gonna do some uh, – we're going to do this, – this is what we're going to do, top five receivers this week, man. So, I know it's been a big topic around, around you know, social media, TikTok, all that. Um, I, I got – a surprising not a surprising five but just it's different than everybody else's and i'll tell you my thinking but i'll let you go first man so what, what you got top five receivers right now in the league not fantasy just top five receivers yeah it's always it's tough for me as somebody who is really into fantasy sometimes to like dive into the real into you know because there's a lot of other shit that goes into being a real receiver as opposed to just being fantasy uh but number one i think is the clear consensus Devontae adams number one receiver Absolutely. like Unquestioned number one receiver, in my opinion. Uh, number two is where it starts to get a little bit tricky for me. It's like, you know, I, I respect what a lot of receivers do uh, in the game. But for me, I'm still going with uh, Stephon Diggs. I feel like he's the number two receiver. He's a dog. Uh, you know, I feel like he's going to have a really good year. Give me Stephon Diggs in number two. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. I feel like he's the whole package. Uh, has a size, speed, and yeah, he's young, but I mean – He's he's the elite of the elite when it comes to receivers. He can go, go get jump balls, has a breakaway speed that you want. Uh, Jamar Chase, number three. Number four, I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. I think he proved what he could be, and he might even be better this year in real football. Uh, I mean, in fantasy football, but for sure, you know, in that offense, uh, I'd take him at number four. I got Chase over Jefferson. I think he offers a little bit more. And then my last receiver, this is tough. It's either between A.J. Brown or Mike Evans, and I'm actually going with Mike Evans on this one. I feel like what he Sheesh. does in the Reds, what he does in the Reds zone. I didn't say Keenan, man, so I'll let you say Keenan. 
I, would, I think what he does in the red zone, and as, as far as like blocking too, just being a big body on the outside, he can do yeah. it all. He runs the routes, thousand yards for the first eight years of his career. Give me Mike Evans as number five. Man, that's oh, a lot of big names left off your list, man. A lot of big. There's names. a lot of good receivers, bro. There's gonna be yeah. There's gonna be a lot of names left off every list, man. This is who I got going. Uh, same thing, number one, man. Top five receivers. I got Devontae. Did I say, hold on. Did I say Cooper Cup? One, uh, obviously, you know, did not say Cooper Cup. And when he, no, he did not say Cooper. Cup. Oh my God, Cup, man, he's on there. Uh, so I got Devontae. <laughs> you only have five. <laughs> you only have five, man. I left them all. So, I left them all. Let's see, man. Yeah, number one, I'm gonna go Devontae Adams. Uh, obviously, the full package got you know slants, go routes, all that can you know take it take it to the house. So I like Devontae. Number two, I'm going with my guy, Keenan Allen. Uh, numbers don't lie, man. Numbers don't no. lie. Numbers don't lie. Most consecutive 100, yard, or 100 uh, reception seasons in NFL history. Uh, quick, quickest receiver to, you know, 700 catches. Uh, numbers don't lie. I mean, it is what it is, man. He's consistent. But bias fans do, though. He's consistent every single year. And just because he does the same thing every single year doesn't mean it's not top five. All Number right. three, a guy you left off the list. I'm going Tyreek Hill. I think I, there's no way you can leave Tyreek Hill off the list, in my opinion. Um, I think, especially, I think he just in the last couple of years, he's shown he's, he's more than just a deep receiver, a deep, uh, deep threat receiver. Um, so I got Tyreek Hill at number three. Uh, number four, I got Stefan Diggs. Uh, obviously, everything that you mentioned, dog receiver, can run all the routes, great route runner, uh, great in the red zone. And then number five, Man, triple crown winner, Cooper Cup, man. Something that's rarely ever done. Um, gotta respect Sneak it, man. It. Gotta be top five, right? Gotta be top five. I missed, hey, I low key, I just messed up. I yeah. forgot about him. I think in my head, I like mentally checked him off, yeah. but I didn't check him off when, on air. So, yeah. and you get to sneak in a six, man. Obviously, Mr. Scampers, I sneaked in a, a six. Let's get us a six. Who, who's your, your honorable mention? Honorable mention, man. And it's, it's tough because I think injuries have kind of, have kind of, you know, derailed his last couple of years, and don't say it. But when he's he- when he's healthy, and when he is on the field, I'm taking DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, all right. DeAndre I thought, was, I thought he was going table. somewhere else. D Hop, I'll, I'll take that. No, no, no. DeAndre Hopkins. When he when he's on the field and when he's healthy, he he produces. He's two years ago he was he was a top two top two top three receiver, man. And I think he's just injuries have derailed him a little bit. He's still that guy in my opinion. Obviously, Man. suspension kind of changes things this year, but receivers are so yeah, tough so. right now. Man, there's a lot of dope it's receivers tough. in the league right now, and they're all to be honest, it's, it's neck and neck. Man, when you talk about that top 10, they're like you could easily interchange them just depending on the day and leaving them off the list, like I did. I thought you were going to say Michael Thomas, that's what I thought you were going with. That. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I like Michael Thomas, I know I, you do. I that's why I was, top, I was worried. Three. Yeah, nothing against Michael Thomas, man. I, I gotta, I gotta see it though. I gotta, I haven't really seen him in the last couple of years. This is, the, this is my question to you, man. What is, what is the top five criteria nowadays? Because I've seen guys just throw in, and no offense to these guys, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, they're just throwing in the top five. Jamar Chase was a rookie last year, and now he's just top five receiver. I, I don't understand it. For me, like, I, for me, a top five receiver is a year by year consistent basis. Like you've been doing this, like. If you're gonna say he's gonna have a top five year this year, that's a different story. But to be just a top five receiver after one year, I'm not. I'm not on board with that. 
I am because I think you have to recognize talent too. Like Justin Jefferson is potentially going to be the best receiver in football this year. Now that he's in a new offense in a different role, like he might even put up numbers similar to what Cooper cup did in that offense last year. And, you know, when you talk about Jamar chase, it shows up on the field. So to me, I, I think what you're saying is more of like a longevity thing where I would throw guys like uh, DeAndre Hopkins in there, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. Some of those guys have been doing it for years. But I think it's just a matter – like if we're asking right now top five, who would I have this year as best receivers? You you can't you can't hate on what Justin Jefferson has done his first two years in the league, and you can't hate on Jamar Chase's 1,500 yards last year. Like to me, that has to be recognized. And I'm not quick. I'm not quick to put rookies in over – vets like that who have been established so to me I, I get your point but at the same time you got to recognize talent when you see it baby yeah it, this, this is my thing about justin jefferson man i think he's a great receiver don't get me wrong um and you no know, like mr Shaper said top 10 it, you could you could interchange yeah. top 10 i i completely agree this is my thing about Jeff and Jeff, justin jefferson man when you look at the other you know most of the guys who most people say in their top five those guys are on winning teams. And I think that is something for me. Like, I see Justin Jefferson's putting up the numbers, but, like, the Vikings are always mid. You know, mid yeah. or they're bad. And I think that, for me, just looking at it, because, like, people don't talk about Kirk Cousins necessarily in a, in a great light, but he puts up good numbers. Like, you can't say he doesn't put up good numbers, but it, doesn't, it just doesn't translate to winning. And I think right. that – I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a reflection of their offense, if it's a reflection of Kirk Cousins, but the guy the other guys that you mentioned in top five conversations, they I think their their game translates to winning, and I just haven't seen that yet from Justin Jefferson. Fair enough, and you know I think he has to prove himself. It's his third year in the league, so we get to see him prove himself this year. Like, is he the real the realest of the real deals, or, or you know, is it just the offense? Is it not translate to wins? Um, but you you know. Talking about like the top 10, there's so many like leaving a guy for me, it's tough because you got to take off a Stephon Diggs in order to put Tyree Kill up there. You got to take off a Keenan Allen to put a Mike Evans up there. Like these, the top 10 is so tight. I'm not sure we, I've seen at least recent in recent years, I can't think of such a top, a uh, 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 tightly contested top 10. Like there's no true standout, I would say, besides Devontae Adams. He's like the best, I would say. Yeah. But even then, when I I start going through the 10, like A.J. Brown, we just leaving off the list, and he could be a top five receiver in some people's eyes. Uh, you start talking about, like, we mentioned Tyree Kill. T. Higgins is climbing up a lot of drop. Like, there's D.K. Metcalf. We ain't even mentioning him. He's, like, not even a thought man. to put in the top yeah. 10. It's kind of crazy to think about. It's crazy, man. It's, like, interesting because a lot of the guys, like you said, like, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, maybe injuries have, have hampered the last couple of years, so people kind of forget about what they can do. But those those are those are you know crazy crazy good receivers, man. You know like Mr. Scamper, Debo, AJ Brown. Bro, like I'm not I'm not on the Brandon Cooks train. I've never necessarily been a fan of Brandon Cooks. I don't know what it is for me. If you keep getting traded from good teams, yeah. so it's, it's got to be something going on there. For, so I'm I'm not necessarily a big Brandon Cooks guy. Um, but, no, like you said, man, like, those guys, like, we're talking about guys that are now, are they 10, 11, 12? Like, that's how many, yeah. that's how many good receivers there are in the league. So, and it goes back to our fantasy draft, man. Like, I think there's so much receiver depth that, you know, you can reach for, for running backs knowing that there will be receivers later in the, in the draft. So, so. There's elite guys throughout, throughout, like, the top 
15 to 20, I'd say, like elite talent among the top 15, 20. And here's where I kind of differ on that strategy. I think you go get more receivers. The reason why is because now instead of waiting, like I know you're, you can have one of those guys and they can be your star. Like if you had DK Metcalf, Michael Pittman as your number one, that's fine. But imagine a lineup with three of those guys in there. And now you have even more opportunity to hit. Like to me, you can potentially stack a lineup of like Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, AJ Brown, and be stacked at wide receiver yeah. as opposed to having to start like Jerry Judy, Rashad Bateman. It just it changes the game for me. So I actually kind of reverse it. I'm like, nah, I like getting those stud guys because I know their performance. They could each have 1,500 yards and it wouldn't shock anybody, you know? Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying for sure, man. Um, but I look at guys like, like we haven't mentioned, like Mike Williams, guys like Allen Robinson. Um, like those guys are, I still think, I think those are, you know, elite receivers as well. Not necessarily top 10 receivers. Right. Um, in, in any matter, but those are definitely like, I think Al Robertson is going to have a, a great year this year. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of attention is going on Cooper cup. Uh, we, we haven't necessarily seen Allen Robinson have, you know, quarterback the last couple of years, really in his career. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's still been so, a top like twelve guy. Yeah, even no, even no, with just, that, last year was just kind of an anomaly. The the two years before that, he was a top twelve yeah. guy even still. And people though, people don't really talk about it, man. Like Cooper Cup was good, but like the addition of Matthew Stafford took his game to a whole different level. And I think that's something that we can see out of Allen Robinson this year. Um, you know, playing on the outside, big body receiver. I think yeah. I think we can see a big big year from Allen Robinson. I do too. And it, it's tough, man. When you're going through like Mr. Scammer saying he's more partial to longevity. That's it's one of those things, man. We've seen it for so long with a lot of these guys, even like Alan Robinson. It's like, you can trust the fact that he's going to be among the best, you know, and it is kind of tough with some of these newer players. I think we're all looking for like those splash hits, the George Pickens to come around and really kind of take over the league. And like, there's a lot of value in being proven and having however many consecutive hundred yard catch seasons like Keenan Allen or a, a thousand yard seasons like Mike Evans doing it for that long in this. And I mean, there's more receivers now than ever just because of the rules, but it's it's kind of cool to see, man, that the state of this game is being impacted so much by the receiving class. Um, and I know we did like a talk about it not too long ago, CD Lamb and like, you know, all those players. But I mean, for me, it's splitting hairs at this point. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh-oh. Let, me, let me ask you this. this. Let's go back to it. You haven't mentioned CD Lamb one time in this conversation, and you said that him and Keenan Allen were close. So, like, how close are they really? I got to know. How close are they really? I think I value CeeDee Lamb's ceiling more than I value his floor. So, if I was putting him in the top 10, like, CeeDee Lamb to me is there. I just want to see it. If I had to pick one for this year, like, for this year, I would pick CeeDee Lamb because I think that he hits that number. I just got to see it to give him the top status. So, that's how you mentioned longevity. I ain't really seen it with with cd lamb like we saw justin jefferson we saw jamar chase the potential is there for cd and i think it happens but i'm not giving him shit until he shows me i can get 1300 i can get 1500 yards you know yeah like that's the difference yeah this is my thing with cd lamb i think i i'm not necessarily fading cd lamb if i'm being if i'm being completely honest with you i can't name another cowboys receiver on that roster besides (laughs) james james washington's hurt so yeah, I can't Washington name another healthy yeah. Michael Gallup's hurt. I can't name another healthy receiver on the Colts <laughs> roster right now, and that's that's concerning for me for CD Lamb. 
So you think that all he's going to get all like the obviously he's getting the top coverage. You think he's going to see a lot of double coverage and zone oh, and coverage rolled his yeah. way? If I'm playing the Cowboys, CD Lamb better not catch one pass. <laughs> I'm double teaming him, triple teaming him. Like make Noah Brown beat you. I think Noah Brown's on Nick Noah Brown beat you. Like the only way that he's catching the pass, he's getting a screen or he's running something like where they just can get him the ball. He's not getting nothing downfield on me for sure. Yeah. We'll see. And then Dalton Schultz is going to be all right this year too. But yeah, it's yeah, tough. Yeah. I, I like CD Lamb, and I think he has a big year, especially knowing that they they got to force feed him. Like he's got to see 150 targets minimum this year, just because of the nature of the yeah. offense. So when I talk about receivers, that's that's the only reason. But I could see a situation where that doesn't happen. Like easily, I can see yeah. a situation where CD Lamb isn't a top ten receiver. But yeah, who knows, man? Yeah, man. So it's interesting. <laughs> Mr. says you don't know who Ty Freifongel is, bro. Come on, man. For the Cowboys, let's go. <laughs> man, not a clue in the world. I like seriously, I cannot name, but you said no Brown. I didn't even, I, Bruh, it's, no Brown it's name, rough. That's I, well, they've been talking about it. They even, well, he they have been talking about it, but Mr. Put That Shit On, he's been talking about it. AB, he said he wants to play for him. Yeah. Him, Odell, you think they're gonna go after one of those guys, man? I would go over. I would go for Odell first. He's 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 shown he can be in a winning culture. Um, AB just got too much shit for me, man. I, I, I bro, don't get me wrong. I love AB, man. I I love. I, in my opinion, he's a top five receiver of all time, which is a whole different conversation. Whole different but, combo. Yeah, he's a top five receiver of all time for me. But I think he just got way too much other shit going on, and like one bad day for AB can just ruin everything. So yeah. I think. It's it's tough. It's tough to bring him into into your team. Yeah, I don't know, man. Odell's just gonna be out for too long. He's not gonna be. He'll be out past the Thanksgiving game for the Cowboys. Yeah. So and by that time, Michael Gallup is back. I'm not. I don't think they should go get AB, but they got to look at definitely getting some help in that receiver yeah. room. There's a, there's I another think, guy, man. There's another guy. A lot of people aren't talking about who I'm very surprised is not on the roster. Will Fuller. Will oh, Fuller. I thought you're going somewhere else. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm a big Will Fuller guy, man. I, uh, we've seen when he was with Sean Watson. Um, he had a big year going in. And obviously, last year, you know, it was yeah. not a great year for him. He had some other things, off the field stuff going on. But Will Fuller is a guy to take the top off the defense, like deep tall receiver. Like, that's what the Cowboys <laughs> need, in my opinion. He got to stay on the field. He, he gets healthy every single time he gets on the field, bro. He plays four yeah. games a year. I just. I ain't buying Will Fuller. I thought you were going somewhere else. There's two guys out there right now who I think can help a football team outside of Antonio Brown and Odell and Will Fuller. Cole Beasley still is not signed. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure he played at SMU in Texas, right? Like, that's yeah. he's from Texas. He played Texas. for Dallas. He played for Dallas. Yeah, he played for Dallas before, yeah. Like, so yeah. for me, not seeing him in a Cowboys uniform is kind of weird. And then also, T.Y. Hilton. Mr. T.Y. Hilton, like, <laughs> I feel like that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like yeah. that would be a really good addition there, too. So I'm surprised the Cowboys haven't just invested and go in and get a receiver. It's really surprised me at this point. Yeah, I think I think the, I think they will. I think they will at some point. I think they'll get a veteran, a guy who doesn't necessarily need these preseason games, like T.Y., like Cole Beasley, the guy they can just, you know, kind of insert into the offense. Um, but yeah, they de- they definitely need somebody else, man. Or else it's gonna it's gonna be ugly for Zeke. It's gonna be ugly for Tony Pollard, and it's gonna be ugly for CD because teams are not gonna let them beat them for sure. 
Ugh. Well, fantasy season's here. Obviously, we're going to keep talking about football. Football season's almost here. We got three weeks. Yeah. Marcus, you got anything before we get off, man? Any parting words Oh, or man. You know I got something, man. Shout out to Let's my go. guy, Derwin James. Man, got the bag today. Ooh. Four years, man. The highest paid safety, 19 mil a year. Congratulations, Derwin James, man. Best defensive player in the league. Best safety in the oh, league. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. DJ3, oh, man. Boats up. I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with it for sure. You know, congrats to him. And that defense is only getting better. And it looks like they're going to be good for a long time, man. Because you got yeah. the bag. Shout out to Derwin James for getting paid. Yes, I ain't mad at him, man. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that does it for your, for talk, y'all talk. Make sure you guys follow, man. We're trying to build these pages up. TikTok, YouTube. You name it, we all over the place, man. Probably get some of these podcasts even on audio too, so you guys can look at it to listen to them later. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys follow along on Justin Henry Network. We out, baby. Yes, sir.